previously on Adventures in Questing. Thompson! You, um, you have a dumb prophecy, and you kind of turn around and, and, and look down, and you can see a village, and you see a massive black dog. And you turn and watch as the, the pack of dogs runs down the hill and into the village and begins devouring the uh, villagers. Hold up, Hi. wait, what is the Rhyregard? Really dope group of women. So you're gonna go... Not like Lee, I'm not like Lee. You're gonna like... join a group. Welcome to the Strength's Cradle. We believe in strength in victory and strength in defeat. Layla's gonna backflip into the ring. Uh, 17 slashing damage. Nice! Knock the fuck out! <laughs> the little girl is toast! <laughs> who, who wants some? Yeah, Sora's gonna climb in. And you see, kind of walking down the steps, this young female dwarf, Molly Hornhart. And as you, like, look, you just see this fist, like, coming right here, facing just kind of... <laughs> so, Pim, you crawl down into the pit. Hit him! Thirteen hits. Roll for damage. And you just bring it down. And it, you hear this crack on the back of the head, and you guys see Jug kind of, like... <gasps> and it hits the ground and goes unconscious. I mean, yeah. if they have books there, I want to go see what the books are like. Yeah. Can I yeah. go go with you? Yeah. yeah you two yeah. kind of go off. The, the party is continuing off through the night. Um, you guys go in. Roll investigation checks. Mm-hmm. I will do it. Do it. <sighs> do it, do it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> that is how the rest of the song goes. 23. <laughs> 23. Yeah, you guys find the library. It's just a little library, and it's mainly books specifically about, like, orcish tradition and culture. Mm. You read about the orcs um, having a civil war in which they uh, rebelled against the evil gods that had held sway for so long um, and drove the, uh, the, the evil god-worshipping orcs off into the mountains and started their own society. I'll say that you can, you can read uh, two books, and I'll give you a list of different books that you can read, Winnie. What'd you get, Doc? <laughs> I got an 11. Okay, so you, <laughs> get, you, get, you kind of look around, and it's nice. Uh, so there is a book on uh, orcish like monastic culture. There is a book on noteworthy orcs throughout history who have like done important things in in time. There is a book specifically about the orcs part that they played in the cataclysm. And there is a book about um, prominent orc pirates and the world and like the role that they play in the piracy of the Northern seas and the ice pirates that live there. Dope. You have to read two of those tonight. Okay, I think the one about the cataclysm and the one, the second one. What's the uh, the, the noteworthy orcs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you read about the cataclysm. It was uh, basically this idea that the orcs were the servants of one of some of the, uh, some of Olok's dark forces, but a large number of them rebelled and had like a civil war up in Oval, which is the kind of orcish land in the far, far north near the pallid wastes. They basically drove their enemies away uh, and then went and rallied and helped the, the allied forces of light in the, in the great battle to reclaim the world. The noteworthy orcs, there's a whole bunch. I'll talk about a couple of the big ones that you find. Brago the Bold is, is a really um, well-known orc as he is the one who started the, uh, the rebellion against the cruel and evil orc gods and, and established the idea of strength in character and honor and... 
but that was, you know, many, many, many millennia ago. There is uh, a Chieftain Batalk. Chieftain Batalk was the orc who created the uh, ceremonial battle process to demonstrate strength and honor, which is used in many strength cradles throughout the world, but is also usually used as the method of electing a new grand chieftain in times of great peril. There is Togskull. Togskull is an orc who kind of pioneered the idea of um, gathering the 12 tribes together once a year to discuss the problems throughout the Pallid Wastes and the White North and kind of come up with joint methods of dealing with them. And then there is uh, Ovak, who created the uh, Hall of Brago and is a renowned orcish uh, monk and a trainer of heroes in stories. Which I recognize. Yeah, Ovak <gasps> being one of the names in the letter. Yeah. She is described as living uh, sometime during that kind of bulk of her work is uh, described during um, the beginning of the Third Age, which would be roughly like 11,000 years ago. What is the lifespan of an orc? Of an orc? Uh, orcs generally live about 150 years. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, the races that live the longest are elves and genasi. They live up to a maximum of, of a thousand. Do I know or remember if they talked about Ovak, Ovak in the present tense, or if it was something that was like, just like mentioned, someone that was just mentioned? She or was described as being as tough as ever. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is so weird. Okay. I she trained them. Are you reading no, this I'm, to me? I will absolutely, like, as soon as I start to read it, like, oh my gosh, we know her name! And start telling you about what I'm reading. Yeah. I wonder if she trained them. Oh, the eight? Like, the, yeah. those eight friends well, or whatever? She might be part of the eight. She, she is, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's um, what I wrote down. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight names yeah. in the letter. So that could be it. Um... Do you know where the monastery is, that should say? Let me look it up. Pallid Wastes. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the white... The Pallid Wastes in the nation of Oval, far north. I mean, it's really far away, but it might be another... A clue! Clue! <laughs> A clue! Yeah. Yeah! Um, we just need to, like... We just found a letter. We just found <laughs> oh, a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder with thought. Well, and the, the letter was from someone named Adri, if yeah. I remember correctly. So I um, yeah. maybe just need to remember that name and may maybe that person would be willing to talk to us. I don't even know, you know, at this point, I'm, 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 I'm I don't know why we wanna, we don't even know who these people are, but I'm just yeah. saying, I've, it's very interesting and uh, Burke really didn't seem to wanna talk about it, which may, and, yeah. and the star thing is just too weird to ignore. So maybe we just keep it. The, the name Adri, or maybe we could ask Berg. Maybe he'd tell us who yeah. that is. He seemed like he was going to come to this, so maybe... I haven't seen him yet. Um... But man, our friends are kicking butt. <laughs> yeah, they're really... I'm not, I'm not much of a fighter one-on-one -on -one person, but... But you're very strong of mind, Doxy. Yes, and so are you. Thank you. We're both strong nice. of mind. Strength. Well... Any other detail? Any other? Any other details from this book? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, no, those are the, those are the main ones. Wait, main how many how many species are there? It said twelve tribes. Uh, of the humanoids. Know. Yes. Oh. Uh, humanoids. There are uh, Genasi, elves, dwarves, halflings, gnomes, dragonborn, humans, and orcs. Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> There's eight <laughs> humanoids. 
Hmm. And there's one dragonborn. Now we know there's one orc. orc. We know that there's one halfling. And one dwarf. And one dwarf. So far. And one gnome. And one gnome. And one... You know, oh, yeah, tippy-toe. Tippy-toe, tippy So, now we're looking for a genasi. And... Well, a what human, are, uh, uh, an elf. elf, and an elf. And are those the three that we're missing? So we have Sierra, Adri, Adri, and I'm Amari. getting there. And Amadi. <laughs> no, I just want you to know. I wrote it down. Yeah, and Amadi. And Amadi. I don't know. There must be some connection between how old they are and the fact that they all come from a different species of humanoids. So it was over 1,500 years ago with this letter, and then also the cataclysm was over a bajillion years ago. It is the, it was the second age. Yeah, the yeah. cataclysm was the end of the second age, so over uh, 11,000 years ago. And that's where Dragonborn Lady, we see her. So I feel like these people are very fucking old. So yeah. they Which know... would explain why they're so good at things. I mean, the way Micah just fell down from the sky and then just like landed like it was nothing. And then, I mean, that guy was really strong. He had a lot of muscles, so maybe he's like, just been doing that for a long, long time. How? How, the, how are they alive for thousands and thousands of years? Like, dragonborns don't, don't live that long. Like, you don't know. I definitely don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know a lot of things now. Oh, wow. I don't know. Um, it's really interesting. Maybe those gems have something in there that we yeah. could, like, use to, like, we should... Those okay. gems have got to be important. Because, okay, so remember we were in that passageway, and the mural mm-hmm. on the wall was the darkness versus the light, and there's mm-hmm. this dragonborn riding into battle with Ith, and it's, like, you know, that's, I feel like, just obviously a mural of maybe the cataclysm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Or am I way off base? I think, yeah, no, no, that's what... That's what that's we assumed, what, what we talked because about. when we saw the cataclysm... Um, in Olox, and it showed no dragonborn. It was pretty much a similar mural, and it showed... In Olox Temple? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Because that's where we first saw the cataclysm, uh-huh. and that's where I first uh-huh. learned about it. Yeah. And then we saw the mural mm-hmm. underneath the dragon temple. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a throne of skulls. Mm-hmm. Just, just, I'm um, revisiting my notes. Mm. <laughs> like, we're just, like, pulling out our notes. Mm. Yep, Doxy and Winnie. Because remember, those gems had this, had the, had that eight-pointed star carved into them. Oh, Doxy, I, I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. I've been thinking about this all day. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we should have come up here tomorrow. Oh well. Because <sighs> I wanna know what's in those gems. Same. We're not gonna find out for a while. I don't even know. I don't even know what we're doing. I don't even know. Eight-pointed star. Maybe there's like a secret. Tunnel is sometimes, thought. Sometimes it feels like since we left rafts, I don't really know what we're looking for or what we're doing. And so, I don't know, maybe this feels like a big thing, so it feels like something I can latch onto yeah. and, and research and stuff. But I don't know why. I don't know why. No. It's important. Yesterday I was on this big, humongous fucking journey of whatever the fuck, and now it doesn't seem very, very important. Yeah, I appreciate your specificity there, and I <laughs> want you to know that. And I think I know what you mean. Sometimes I feel like we speak the same language. <laughs> Except I, I don't curse a lot. <laughs> but I want you to know I, I accept it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. You know what? I just need to uh, maybe go home and do some uh, no also, annotating. Yeah. We need to look at the angel of uh, landlock demon mm. person. That devil. was so weird. Oh, I hated that. What if Raph knew? What if Raph knew a lot of things, but I don't know where Raph is and I don't... 
I didn't mean to it's okay. bring up. <sighs> when he looks up, it just like blinks oh. a few times. Anyway, yeah, Raph probably knew a lot of things, but we don't know who that guy is, and I've, I've never encountered a creature like that in any of my reading. You guys hear a knock on the door? Uh, and the no. kind of door opens up, and you see the Shiba Inu <gasps> come to the door. What's the name? Emmy! 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 And the door kind of opens up, and you guys see uh, Hero kind of strolls through. Oh! Hi! Hi! Hello, Hero! So I didn't mean to disturb, I was just, um, I was swinging by to get uh, a couple of books on identifying some monsters that our, uh, our library was without. Oh. Oh, that's a, cool, that's a cool, cool. Emmy, get out of there! Cool yeah, Emmy's like chewing on one of the books. <laughs> cool books. Kind of walks over and starts kind of looking through the books. What kind of monsters are you looking for? <laughs> well, any new information, you know, I, I pride myself on being able to identify monsters by a lot of different things, but uh, specifically, I'm I'm just looking so I can broaden my broaden my understanding of things. I'm going off on that hunt soon, I, I suppose, either by myself or with y'all. So I figured I might as well read up, see if there's any uh, knowledge in this in this library that I could find. I don't much like the Hall of Thought very much, so I don't go in there a lot. We're looking for inter information. Yeah. All right. Carry on, Doxy. About a person who a person. Well, he wasn't humanoid who kind of destroyed a whole entire city. Damn. And Doxy kind of describes what he looked like, okay. et cetera. But, uh, sounds like a deva. Uh, what? A deva? Mm. A D-E-V-A. Let's say, uh, it's a type of angel, a uh, lower level angel. There are three subcategories of angels, and that's the lowest level. Uh, the lowest level meaning the, what is the The least three? powerful of the three. Okay. Uh, yeah, generally used as uh, messengers and um, spies of the gods, um, commonly uh, allied with good forces. Good. Well, that doesn't make Well, that sense. doesn't really line up, but from what your description sounds like, that sounds exactly like a deva in its full angelic form, though they are known to uh, shapeshift. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, they can transform into other beings. Just like any type, or...? Uh, mainly like humanoid, if they want to uh, maneuver the world. A lot of times gods will send them down to uh, give a message from a god, but to give it in a kind of sneaky way, so the, the, the person doesn't know they're being taught a lesson, as it were. So maybe it's actually it's just an old woman on the road, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Have we met an old woman on the road? Thousands. Many old women. Based on what you know about these devas, um... I mean, I've only read about them. I've never, like, seen one, because they're pretty much relegated to only living up in the uh, Silver Halls of Eternia. So they would be messengers of if, or...? Uh, messengers of if, any good land, god or goddess. But, like, he had blood. No, well, yeah, that does sound super messed up, but I can't tell you what that could be. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be like some sort of... I mean, there's lots of different kinds of spells that can corrupt or control individuals, mm -hmm. but I think you'd have to be rather pow powerful to do that to an angel. Maybe like a god? Perhaps. Yeah. Like Olaf? Olaf was sealed away, no one knows where, thousands upon thousands of years ago. Yeah, that doesn't seem reliable, though. Ah, take that up with the gods, then, if you got a problem with that. But he was pretty rightly sealed away at the end of the cataclysm. Do you know how he was sealed, or like? I mean, it was a it was a war of siblings, three of the siblings against the other, and they uh, their army of the light defeated all of his children, while they specifically uh, defeated him and then cast him away into a, a plane of existence he could never escape from. Um, Does he still have? Well, he'll always have followers. Evil, yeah. evil is 
you know, the moment that there was a god of evil born into the world, there would forever be evil found in the world. Um, just because he's not around doesn't mean that people can't do evil things, but definitely still has some followers. Did he have any, like, Ooh. yeah, big followers? Yeah. Uh, mainly his lack children, but they're all relegated down to the, uh, the eternal depths. Yeah, all like arch devils and high demons and stuff like that, but they've all been relegated down and banished forthwith. Even before the cataclysm, they were banished. Would that line up to the other beastie thing, the spiny beastie thing? You describe those to him. He goes, yeah. it's like a spine devil. Those happen every once in a while. Okay, are those... Um, they wouldn't be his children, children but they would be, uh, they would be connected to... Uh, they would be connected to Olok's line, I suppose. But he had a lot of followers. Um. Oh, they were wearing like gold, gold oh. robes and. Olaf's followers pretty much wear war exclusively black. That makes sense. That the really into that vibe. The, the people who, yeah, who there, there were a lot of people there with, with the, like gold oh and white God. robes. You need to leave. Max just rolled to die. Um, the, the, what? I didn't the, even notice. The, do you remember when we were who when they like rushed in? Was it like hu humanoid? Yeah, there were humanoid people in, and in robes and like cultists gold. of some kind. Yeah, yeah they were robes gold and gold, and we didn't recognize it of any kind of like noble or anything. It was very weird. Golden and white. Yeah. Mm, I don't know a specific organization that uses those colors, but they're not exactly like uncommon colors. Yeah. Can't really narrow down an organization based on the color of wares. There's only so many colors in the spectrum. That's fair. Anywho, well, grab my book here. Okay, sorry about <laughs> oh, well, interrogating you. Yeah, taking Emmy, the time. Emmy is like trying to get your tail. <laughs> Aww. You guys uh, got anything else I can identify for you while I'm here? Um, I don't. Yeah. Winnie raises her hand. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> And Doxy calls on her. <laughs> um, I guess I just wanted to know, and this has nothing to do with monsters, but do you know? Um, <laughs> never mind. Nope, no. Um, <laughs> the egg. Shovels <laughs> 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 around in bag. Uh, you go ahead. You have some uh, little, you don't have some to ask me? I can't think of the right word, so you go ahead, Doxy. Um, I found this egg. Pulls out. Oh, yeah. Egg. What is... It's a wyvern egg. Can I see it? Yeah. A what? Wyvern. wyvern. Kind of looks at it. I don't know what this is, and he kind of gestures to, like, the weird discoloration on it. Uh, it looks like it maybe have, might have been tampered with. You can bring it to the, uh, the lodge tomorrow. I can take a better look at it, figure out what that arcane meddling is. Yeah. I will, I will definitely Or, do that. I mean, are you guys planning on helping me out with the hunt thing? I I think so. I think a lot I of think people some are. of our party members really want to go, so yeah. maybe. All right, well, then just bring it by when you come by. That'd be awesome. Because, uh, yeah, there's something funky there. I don't think anything deadly, but definitely something magically hinky about that, like something was done to the egg. Hmm. But I can take a better look at it when I have my tools and things in the, the lodge. Right now, I only have Emmy. Emmy, what's up with the egg? Emmy just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emmy. Oh, sorry, we're taking up so much of your time. It's totally um, fine. I was just gonna go watch the, uh, the fight. If I think of anything, would it be okay if I drop by and ask? Of course. Thank you. Yep. If I'm not there, you can always talk to Faraday. She runs the lodge. Oh, that's right. Okay. okay thank you okay. so much. And they all they walk out. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Wow. Was uh. What I was gonna ask him is like, hey, do you know how people could stay alive for way longer than they're supposed to stay alive? But why well, do you know anything about that? You know, who might know something. We about don't that. know. A magical person? 
<laughs> You're a magical person. I don't know that, though. I'm very new to the magical things. <sighs> I'm still learning. Yeah, I feel like there's just so many questions, and uh, you just uh, need to... What a strange thing. The divas are usually good, and he was so clearly bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, oh, there's a lot of spells and ways to make someone, you know, do your bidding, and that's a really good thing to consider, but what if it's not that simple? I'm fully in this now. What if you figure this out? Yeah. <laughs> we have to. I feel like uh, there's a lot of... Because, I mean, that angel dude and all the other angels really destroyed a city. And they could do that with other Truly. cities. How do we not know that they're not doing that right now? We don't. What were they because everywhere, for? everyone, we ask about Landlock. Nobody knows anything about it. And so Which we've kind of stopped, stopped asking because it just seemed like no one knew. And then it's like, maybe we should be asking if anyone knows, knows any towns anywhere have been wiped out. Instead of just landlock, you know what I mean? It's very weird. Has anybody seen an angel demon thing? Has anybody seen an angel demon thing? <laughs> Should we look more into Ith and like its children to see if there's any like where divas came from? Divas? I know, I know they're Dave. not divas. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a diva. Where did those divas come from? Where they come from? This is who I am. Diva Sack of Town. Ah, the Diva Sack of Town again. They're Divas, demanding they silver so platters. They left so much behind. <laughs> no. They're demanding better treatment. I think that we should see if we can talk to Burke privately or something. Or like, so he doesn't feel like everyone's just there and like, you know, I, I just feel very strongly that he's very old and I don't know why. <laughs> yes, but we should also tell the group that we're doing that. Like, not secretly from the group. Oh, I, I don't want to keep the group out of it. I just wonder yeah. if in actually talking to him the next time, maybe it would be better if there's not enough, that many people and we like, tell him what we know. We tell him this is what we know, Burke, and we're here to help, but I don't know what with. Yeah, well, I also have to check on the Dragon Temple to see if... Yeah. Dragonborn lady. Yeah. But yeah, I think we should definitely let them know and let them know what we found. So yeah. if we do have that conversation, they don't think we're tr and we trying to hide anything. We have the giants. We have those freaking giants. And, the dragon and maybe the giants of dragons did have war that I just don't know about, which is weird. What? Why are they changing history? Who? Like facts. Who? Oh, my dynasty. Oh, my yeah. Culture. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is all so fascinating. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Well, the next time I'm at a library, I'm going to look into the, the m monastery and the pallid waste and mm -hmm. um, see if I can figure out how to, how to get there and whether it would be worth it to go there. I think we should regroup with our group. Let's um, do it. Yeah. You guys are going back and joining the group? <laughs> yes. Okay. You guys walk back. You guys... Only after high-fiving thoroughly. Does that mean Ooh. a lot, or a just lot. like a solid, <laughs> just a solid hit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys kind of go back. You guys uh, are all kind of sitting there watching a, a number of other people have fought. Molly's gotten down there and creamed a couple of people. Pim's been drinking a beer. Nice. Or several. Having really. a good beer. Yeah. Uh, Colette's just kind of like asleep on your shoulder. Oh. Um, oh. You guys are kind of sitting there. You guys see a figure kind of walk through the door and look around. <gasps> uh, kind of grab a beer from like a passing person and just throw it down. And you see Burke kind of swagger over, go down the stairs, and just jump into the pit. And he kind of poof, lands there. And the whole room kind of gets really, really quiet. And Burke just kind of looks around, like. And after a second, you see, like, they all kind of turn, and uh, Vorth comes down. Uh, and Vorth kind of looks around, shrugs, jumps <laughs> down into the ground. And you see Burke, this, like, four foot tall dwarf, just kind of looking up at this, like, eight foot tall orc. <laughs> 
Uh, and Vorth just kind of goes, somebody say when. Raiden shouts out, when? <laughs> uh, Colette's like, oh. <laughs> Wakes up off of your shoulder. Sorry, you're not going to want to miss this. Vorth part. runs at Burke. Burke just kind of sits there. And as kind of Vorth kind of runs up, he swings and Burke just kind of like moves way quicker than you think a dwarf could move. Just kind of steps out of the way and just <laughs> does this uppercut. And Vorth flies up into the air, <laughs> hits the ground, unconscious. Oh! Holy shit. And Winnie's just, jaw drops. <laughs> uh, and Burke just kind of like lowers his massive arm. <laughs> Vorth kind of kind of looks up, looks at Burke. There's like this moment of tension and you're like, and then Vorth's like, <laughs> points at him and Burke comes up and like pulls him up and they kind of give each other a hug. And you hear, you hear Vorth go like, one of these days, I'm gonna get you, Burke. And Burke just kind of like rolls his eyes and climbs up out of the pit. Uh, people are like shoving drinks into his, and he's just kind of like waving them all away. He takes a drink <coughs> of beer, uh, kind of walks over to you guys. Hey. That was okay. very impressive. Oh, thanks. Yeah. One hit. Wow. One hit wonder. And he went so high up in the air. Yeah. Normally. Where'd you learn how to... What? <laughs> I was going to say normally he goes a little higher. I was kind of... I'm a little tired. Normally he goes higher. Where'd you learn right. how to do that? Uh, you know, trained with some good teachers. When did you learn how to do that? Uh, when I was younger. Wow. Nudges. <laughs> <laughs> you guys been having a good night? Yeah, it's been fun. It's been enlightening. Yeah. Has she uh, already fought? Points over at Molly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kicked my ass. Yeah, she's pretty impressive. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Where's she from? Uh, Dare Doc. Oh. Yeah, kind of a sad story, actually. Her, her dad was uh, king there. Bertrand. <gasps> Bertrand uh, oh. I guess when, uh, when Bertrand was off on his... Uh, like journey. Keep going. Yeah, I, I guess in Daredoc, when you're, well, for every dwarf, when you're kind of a young dwarf, you go off on some sort of quest to kind of prove your strength and worth. Uh, especially if you're royalty, you have to go and do something pretty impressive. So he, I guess, went off on a journey to kill, like, a vampire spawn yeah, in the, the Undead Valley or something. And, yeah. Do you already know this story? Should I be telling it? Or? We don't no, know it. We don't know all of it. Yeah. I don't know any of the story. I guess I just heard his name and read about it. Uh, anyway, he was uh, he was off on this quest, and I guess at one point he crossed the path of this uh, black dragon, uh, Isareth, and I guess maybe pissed her off or something. Anyway, uh, he like completed his mission and went home and, and um, you know, got married and had, had Molly, but then like when Molly was like five, Isareth like laid siege onto the uh, the kingdom with her like armies of kobolds and and lizard folk and uh, uh, like killed everybody there and like drove them out of the drove them out of the kingdom nobody ever saw Bertrand people think he, he died in the fighting how did Molly survive she was uh, spirited away but uh, during during the attack she lost her hearing she's been bouncing back and forth from uh, dwarven household to dwarven household kind of being put up in other dwarven king's castles but I hear she's kind of a handful I think she kind of wants to go back at some point home yeah I think so anyway she's kind of a badass I've been hearing stories about her is, yeah is kind it, of a sad story those dwarf that dwarven kingdom was one of the oldest you know tasked with the guarding the only entrance into the undead valley that's there's a lot there's a lot there you know dwarves are kind of wrapped up in a lot of the old shit when it comes to this world so do you have any relatives there me I don't think so I don't really keep in touch with a lot of my relatives 
Anyway, um, she's she's pretty cool. That's all I'm saying for for someone so young. Um, and actually, you guys, it would, you haven't been able to sit down and read my time at the Undead Valley recently, but the last place you left off was when they arrived at the edge of the territory of the Black Dragon. We need to, like, Look keep at him. reading. Yeah. Mel's, oh my god. Gods. Burke, Burke just kind of comes and place? sits down next to you guys and watches the rest of the fight, kind of turns, I didn't get your name. I'm Thora. Thora kind of reaches out, fucking gigantic muscular arm, shakes your hand. <laughs> Thor looks very impressed. Just kind of stares at his arms a little bit. He doesn't notice. Just watching the fights. <laughs> Burke? Yeah. I lost my fight. That's all right. Can't tell you how many fights I've lost. I know, but now I cannot get the work done. What do you mean? You're going to, if I won, you said you would, you would. Oh, it's fine, kid. I'll just do it. What did you need done again? This, the blades, better. Oh, you wanted to make the blades do a little bit more damage? Yeah, I can do that. Just bring it into the smith tomorrow. You guys mm-hmm. just kind of kick it, watching a bunch of fights, having <laughs> some very, very good drinks. I think while we're watching, like, I'm a couple seats away from Burke, and I keep, like, leaning forward and, like, looking at him. He's finally like, are you okay? Huh? What? Are you okay? Yep. Okay. I just think your, I just think your tattoo is cool. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Looks back at the white. <laughs> uh, I think once Raiden finally gets back, I think Thora is gonna walk up. She has like a drink in one hand for herself, and then like one for you, and she's gonna. Oh, to me. Polette kind of looks up as you as you start to approach, and is like, yeah, all right. <clears throat> and and Thora's gonna look at Glenn's be like, I'm just gonna be just a couple minutes. Can you just come back in a couple minutes? Yep, sure thing. Thanks. Walks Dora. walks around and out of sight. No, she's kind of he's farther away from oh. you guys. <laughs> you do it probably at one point wonder like who the fuck this dwarf is that they're just chatting with that's sitting next to them. Yeah. Thora gonna is sit, sit down. gonna sit down and she's um she's gonna elbow him really hard. <laughs> he doesn't respond. Alright, can you stop like pouting for two seconds and talk no. to me? I don't know why. Why what? Why why do you wanna do this? Raiden, look, I've, I've been through a lot of stuff, and I've done a lot, and you know that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always trying to look for a way to make up for a lot of stuff that I've done. You only know some things. There's a lot of things I've done that I haven't even told you about. Raiden's face kind of shifts. <laughs> I get what you've done for me, but I have a lot of guilt for it. You're bound into this deal with this storm giant that we know nothing about because of me. No, no. Just, stop. Let, just hey, let me talk. Stop. Will you let me talk for a second? I'm so grateful for everything that you've done, but I can't help but feel like you're missing out on a lot because of me. Like, look, just for a couple of hours, you went and did your own thing, and you got laid. <laughs> like, you had a great, I don't know all what happened, but you had a great time with her, and clearly she's super into you. And, like, that's all I want for you. Maybe it's not a terrible thing for me to give you a little bit of space so you can be happy, too. I mean, you probably had a really great time today. And you weren't stressing out thinking about me or worrying about me. I'm always worrying about you. Okay, well, I think I can be so bold as to say you probably forgot about me for a little bit today. Uh, At least I hope you did. I kind of passed out for four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For what? What did you do? I'll tell you about it later. Oh, God. (laughs) Look, I... (laughs) Uh, Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I don't, mm-hmm. It's kind of like an exclusively female thing, but I mean, I guess you could try to come. But anyway, I guess like you're welcome to support me, but everything about this seems like a right and a good thing to do, and I need to try to make some good. 
Well, let me ask you something. Yeah. When you were with Caleb, did you think that it was going to go where it was? Or did you think it was the right thing to do? I don't, I, I don't think I thought it was the, the right thing. Look, all I'm saying is, like, this gang we have, they're great. But, I mean, you and I are in this for life. I'm in this for life. For you. I know, but you don't have to be. I know I don't have to be. I didn't have to come and find you. I didn't have to touch that stone. I didn't have to do any of this. Do you know why I did? Because you're stupid. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <over there. laughs> I did it to keep you safe. I did it because I know you blame yourself for mom and dad. And I know you blame yourself for everything that happened with you and Caleb. And it's not your fault, any of that. And I just, I don't want you to get wrapped into something again. I mean, I don't want you to take that risk, you know? I don't want you to feel like, why can't you just stay? Oh, Brayden, I'm not going to go anywhere. I know, I know, I know. And you can't keep me wrapped up on a shelf forever. I love you so much, and I love everything that you've done for me, but if, if I live the rest of my life isolated, that means I, ha I just have to watch everything that you're going to miss out on. And I can't do that. And when I gave you some space for just a little bit, you did okay, and so did I. And it, it, like, it's not like a bunch of stuff is going to change. Like, it's not like I'm going to like run away somewhere. But if this means that I can do some good to, to maybe make a dent in all the terrible things that I've done, then it's worth it. And I need you to support me in that stupid... Let your sacrifice be worth something, you know? If something happens to you... You can take that up with Radia. She said herself she's got to help keep me safe, so... I wouldn't be able to forgive myself for letting you do this. Oh my god, I'm not joining a cult. Not this time. Hey, Thora? What? Just be smart. Mm. Try and use. I mean, I'll try. You're the smart one. Try and use what little brains you have. <laughs> oh wow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna like pick up the glass and like tip it to her like Gatsby. You okay. Know, like the, like the <laughs> yeah. So Thor's standing above you, so she's gonna pick hers up and like, like accidentally spill a little bit onto you. <laughs> I'm just gonna splash my name. <laughs> All right, have fun. Have a good night. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna hand her the glass. <laughs> So now you are slightly covered in beer, and you are definitely covered in beer. Yeah, nasty. <laughs> All right, so you can go yeah. back and join her friends. And if if Thora sees Colette, she's gonna like send her back. Really gonna nod. Okay. Colette comes down and sits down. She like goes to like lean on you, and she's like, "You're covered in beer." Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Here, let me take off my I take off my jacket and just. Uh, you hear this kind of like, and Todd like lands on your shoulder. He's <laughs> like, oh, "Dude, your claws." Oh, sorry. That was so beautiful. <laughs> He Todd, kind of wraps his wings around your neck. <laughs> Todd, were you listening in on that conversation? Yeah, man, I was in the rafters. Dude. <laughs> I just think you guys make such great steps. You were not you made such great to steps. hear any of that, my guy. Well, I was just up there eating a worm. Oh. I didn't mean to. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's like a ton of people talking. You could... Like, tune into theirs instead of ours. You know, whatever. It's, 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 it's,
son of a... I love that bird. I love you. I love that bird. Colette's just like, so weird that you have a talking bird that hangs out with you. Did I tell you the story of how we found him? No. I'm going to tell that story. You tell Colette the story of how you came to meet Todd Todman, son of Todd. You guys have uh, a re the remainder of just a very, very good night. You all reconvene back at the hearth to go to sleep for the night after yeah. a, f a good night of partying and beating yeah. folk up. Colette gives you a big, long kiss. Good night. And she goes off to, uh, to reconvene with the crew. Right. You guys go into the hearth. It's a lot chiller now in the hearth because it's late. Um, there's a lot of fires rolling. It still smells like baking bread and, and delicious food. You can see Zuri cleaning the, uh, cleaning the bar. Kind of waves at you guys as you all walk in. You guys probably, do you guys go immediately go to bed? Are you guys going to stop and like chat for a little while? Or what do you guys want to do? I kind of uh, speak out to the group. I speak. I speak uh, out. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, can we uh, quickly convene, have a powwow? Because we found out some shit. Uh-oh. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. It's, it's good and also sort of we don't really know, but it's a lot. And do we I need think... to go to someone's room? Is it or... private? Yes. Ah, okay. Yes. Let's All do right. it. Let's go to my room. Okay. We always do fun things in my room. I think we got three room. rooms. Is that what we did? I think we got three, three rooms. Yeah, yeah three rooms. Formal. This is the first time, like, going into the room. You guys come in, it's like, oh my god, it's so nice in here. Like, there's a really nice bathtub in the corner. Uh, there are like these really comfortable looking like big beds. Um, two in this room, there's like a wardrobe and a mirror. It looks out um, onto like the valley and, and all of those temples and stuff. It's, it's really quite nice and comf in here. Like that. Yeah, you all get, get a little comf. You get comf. So, um, Winnie and I... We found out that Burke might be really, really old. Okay. I... Okay. I'm so sorry, Doxy. Keep going. <laughs> I'm still very worked up about I mean, all this new information. You know how old Cordelia is, right? Yeah, but older than that. So like old. thousands and thousands and thousands oh. and thousands. I know, thousands he was in like... my book. Yeah. What? what? Wait, what? What book? Uh, my book of lore that I had since home. And uh, I read it and realized later, after meeting Micah, that he's sort of in it, or at least the description of him is in it. And he had a friend who... Sounds a lot like Burke. So is it a really old book or the story is just really old? Both. I mean, there are multiple stories. Yeah. Is, um, this, is this important to anything we're doing? Well, yeah, why do we care if he's old? Well, so <laughs> there's so much. Maybe, like, well, we can oh, do the quick oh, story. Oh, is that we the same and we were you guys were sitting with? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, All right. He was the one that Micah was... Mentioned. Mentioned. Oh, the, that he was looking for a sword or something like that? Yeah, yeah. No, no, not looking for Burke's sword, but he, he looked at Pimsword. Pim's Pim's sword and, and said, like, oh, Burke could identify this in a second. Wasn't he out looking for a sword, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was looking Michael for a magic... Micah was looking for a magic yeah. weapon or a sword or something. Yeah, for a different friend that he didn't name. Yeah. We, we just... um wa I wanted to read a little bit because they had books at the uh, Strength's Cradle, and so we started reading just... And there were a lot of orc books that I found... And um, they talked a lot about um, how the orcs used to be uh, servants of the of Olak, and that they rebelled and, and made their own um, settlement, and then helped, and then went over with the gods of light, and, and in the great battle, and and then they mentioned Ovek. I found Ovek in the book, and that was one of the people in the letter, and, and then Doxy connected that there's a 
a lot of different but humanoid. Did we even told any of them about the letter. <gasps> what letter? We told. Yeah, yeah what letter? Um, you so, told me. Yeah, we haven't we haven't seen you yet, so we found a letter and. You fill him in on all. You can just say. Yeah, we, we fill it. You learn about the letter. Like, Wait, what do we know about the letter? That was basically a letter from someone named Adri to someone named Valoria, and it was in it. It had um, six other names, um, including Burke and Micah, um, in, inferring that they all knew each other quite well. Hmm. So we think that these all are part of the eight, or something like eight. Yeah, the eight-sided star that we've been seeing, they call themselves the eight, Oy. or at least that's what Burke said. He just said the eight of us. He didn't okay. say, like, the eight. He just well, so I think that's something I said, because okay. it sounded So cool. it's like this group of eight really old, really strong people? Yeah, and all of them are a different species. So okay. Valoria is a dragonborn who was in the cataclysm event that happened. Oh. Wait, she, and she's in the mural. Yeah, like, she led... The cataclysm. Were they yeah. all in the cataclysm? Maybe. What is the cataclysm? Basically, it's it was like... Battle between light and dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. good and evil. It was like saving the world, kind of. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, for like light to reclaim the world. Was there a genasi? Wouldn't you just light things on fire? <laughs> well, we're assuming, but we're no, missing. We're We've like told. We know that genasi's name. Uh, um, the names that we still haven't connected are Amadi, Adri, who wrote the letter, and Sierra. Do any of those names ring a bell to us? Mm. Uh, roll a history check, you two. Oh, God. 13. Nine. Uh, Sierra actually does sound like a familiar name. Uh, and you, I think you probably recognize it in terms that it's someone, you're pretty sure it's just an Earth, an Earth Genasi. Mm -hmm. uh, that you've remembered the name in conjunction with an Earth Genasi. Definitely female. I think you might know about her because you've heard about her charisma. And her, like, she's apparent, like, she's this, like, very charming person. And she, like, travels and goes to different courts and... Nice. So you, you don't know a whole lot, but you do, like, connect the name with, like, this charming uh, socialite, almost. Mm -hmm. But, like, you don't know much beyond that. Huh. Yeah, so Sierra's, like, an Earth Gen Genasi name, so that's <laughs> probably an Earth Genasi. Kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Probably something magical going on, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Or something, like, with the gods, even? Oh! Speaking of the gods, we asked about that creepy angel guy from Landmark, yeah. and he said oh, he's a yeah. deva. Deva, <laughs> which deva. is normally the lowest, there's, he said there's three, our listeners, three tiers? Like, yeah, we know already. <laughs> three tiers of angels, and that the lowest one is a deva, and they're normally very, like, messengers and angels, any, um, angels aligned with any good aligned god. And he was clearly not good, but then he did mention some magical means or, you know, that, other yeah. ways to, to definitely have mm -hmm. angels do your work, but that, that's what he said. Yeah, and he also said that it was weird that he was, um, with, like, the spiny devils. I saw some of those, actually, today, um, in a painting of, um, the Cataclysm that was at the Stormhold. There's, like, a really big painting, um... What are those creatures called? The devil we spiny spined devils. Great, keep you going. Mean the devils with spines? <laughs> spined devils. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, on the nose. Yeah, there, there was like this big painting of um, like Harari and a bunch of like the Ryber Guard fighting a whole bunch of. Well, there, there was like this big creature with like red skin and horns and clawed hands, and he had big black spiky plate mail and bat wings and all these like flying devils and demons and a horde of monsters and like some of those like purple spiky guys. So, I mean, they could be working for different people, and they might not be working for the gods, but just seems weird that, like, something so good would have... Yeah. Yeah. Like a fallen angel. Was, was that one guy? Did we see any others like There him? was well, another saw... one that was up in the sky. It was a lot bigger, I think. Pim, Pim, for a brief moment, thought he saw another winged shape bigger flying through the skies during the battle at Landlock. Did, did you tell us about that, or do you think he was... Probably, okay. yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know when I would have, because we never really debriefed after that. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than that hair. Oh, man, we need to debrief. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, I uh, was in the, like, window. You, like, uh, looked out, window. and you saw oh, yeah. something flying above, like, up in the sky that looked like a his form, but bigger. Yeah, I, uh... I saw it. I think I saw one briefly. Also, that might have been the angel guy was like kind of summoned. I remember the red cloaks like bringing red their hands cloak? down, or the, the gold the cloaks. cloaks. Sorry, like bringing their hands down, and mm. then the angel guy came down. They did. I think two of them, right? Like put their hands. Yeah, they up like at put the their hands time. up and put them down. And then they, I don't they like summoned that. them or something like that. Yeah, maybe it was Trust like. Trust me, a... I listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe you. I'm glad you mentioned it. I because I don't remember yeah. it. I was kind totally there. <laughs> talked about that much altogether. I think it was just because it was pretty terrifying. Yeah, I but really like thinking I'm, about it. I, like, I, I get it. Trust me. I, uh, I barely made it out. A lot of us did. But, you know, every, granted, we haven't been a whole bunch of places, but... And I know the way that the world is, people don't really share information, but no one anywhere has talked about the fall of what happened. Mm-hmm. We don't know if this has happened other places, if it's going to keep happening places. Like, it's just such a weird, isolated event, and I get why we didn't stick around to find out, but I don't know. It's just... Well, yeah, people definitely should know about what happened. There were bodies floating down the river. Do you remember? Yeah, the whole entire thing. The Todd found a, the, a ring on. Uh, I will say, people like when you went down to Silas did know that something had happened. They were like, yeah, people are floating down the river. Uh, but you also get the sense that, like, this town is like a town full of... It's a town in the middle of fucking nowhere run by criminals. Yeah. Like, it's not going to get a lot of press that it, if it falls. Something we were talking about is maybe when we come into a new town, we, we ask... You know, if anything really dark or strange like that has happened in any areas around or anywhere that they have heard of recently, rather than immediately asking if they know what's wrong or what happened in Landlock, Mm -hmm. just to see if there's a repeated incident or something similar. And it just seems weird to me that this thing happened. We have the thing that's happening in the forest. We have the war that's going on that there was like a... Something stirring, for sure. There's something... What if we... Kabasa. What is the wizard's name? Talbot? Talbot, yeah. He's here, right? He's here. He, he, well, he should be, yeah. I think he's the, he is the resident um, arcanist. Do we think that he has some kind of capability to look in and look at Landlock? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it'd be worth asking. Like scrying or something like that? Sure, I don't know. <laughs> don't really know like what spells and magical stuff there is out there, but... Yeah. He's very powerful. Some sort of way to look, because I, I don't know, it never really sat right with me that we didn't see what mm-hmm. happened, but... There was yeah. no reason for us to really go back when we were just kind of running for our lives. I feel like 
if all the the eight that we're calling them right now, I feel like they should know about this stuff. Yeah. That's going on. Because if they've been through all of these wars and they've been through all of these like big Didn't we have events, my dogs? a little bit? I don't remember. Well, I thought that we kind of talked to him about it, and he didn't care about it, specifically. He wasn't aware of it. Yeah, Uh, but what if we make them aware of it? Be like, sure. Well, I, uh, as I've mentioned to you guys, I'm going to be spending some time with the Rye Regard over the next couple days, and seems like, I mean, I don't don't really think any of those women who are there now are probably around at during the time of that war, but I'm I'm sure that they know the history of that. I mean, I'll I'll definitely see if there's anyone I, c- I can ask about the history mm-hmm. that the Ryder Guard played and see if there was anything I can learn. Yeah. Um, Winnie and I and whoever else is welcome to, we're thinking about going to the Hall of Thought to see if there's anything that we can find. I would like to go there. You going right now? No, no, probably tomorrow. Oh, what about this hunt thing? Um, we can do that. After? I want After to do it. We, I mean, have we don't have a lot of time, right? You have we have two, two more days. days. You have dos mas days. And how long is that hunt going to take? Don't know. Half, half a day. Yeah. Like half a day total? We have to be huh? up in the morning. That's what he's expecting. Yeah. We have a appointment. I think. Well, what are you doing in the morning? When we were at the temple, we ran across some information, the letter. Right. And we were trying to see if we can uh, contact or meet up with this person. Mm-hmm. The person who wrote the letter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well the that? person who it was addressed to, I think, is mm-hmm. who's staying there. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. We okay. left them a letter that we will come back both days mm-hmm. in the morning. Gotcha. And we also need to look up the the, the thing in the journal. The Zanahim? Well, if, if it's in her journal, because that was the only thing that I really picked up from the journal, was that they were, like, adjusting well. Oh, yeah. Do you guys know anything about the final heat? Do we know anything about the no. Nope. Doesn't ring a goddamn bell. Doesn't ring a goddamn bell. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to look up that. Hey, Leila. Yeah? You did good fighting. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I'm, you did um, good um, leaving, I guess. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. well so if, if anyone doesn't have a thing to do tomorrow... Laura's gonna like glance at Layla. You're welcome to come with me. Where are we going? Um, I'm gonna do some uh, some fighting with or some trial or I don't really know, but I'm gonna do something. Can I do it too? Uh, do you want to join the rhyme card? I don't know what that means, but sure, if you're doing it, I want to do it. <laughs> well, why don't you come and check it out? You can see if it's your style, or you could just like cheer me on. I only do both. Oh, okay. Thanks, Layla. What time are you doing it? I'm just gonna go and as soon as I get up in the morning. I don't know, I feel like it'd be nice for all there mm-hmm. for you. Well, what time do we need to be at the the Abia? Uh dawn. Well, as long as you wake up after dawn, we could be there. Uh, I mean they just told me to go in the morning. Hmm? They said training starts in the morning. Maybe yeah. we could go to the Abia and then come over. And then we have, I have go a to couple Hall. places I wanna go, yeah. That'd be cool. Thanks. Should Chase. we go and do the monster hunt first though? Before the Hall of Thought. I don't know how much I wanna do that. I'm down. I think I need to know what I'm walking into. <laughs> I don't think that we. I really. We need. I'm gonna be real with you guys. We need some funds right now. Yeah. We don't have a lot. Do we? Yeah, I, I also want to fight the monster. 
Says Todd. Yeah, Todd. Says Todd. We need to get you hooked up with some like metal towers. I do need to earn some gold. Oh shit, dog. Yeah. Hell yeah. I do have some new spells that I'd like to learn, and it takes a little bit more gold than I have. So I, I would like to see if there's anything I can do to earn some money here. But I haven't seen any job postings on any temples or anything. Do you want to go hunting that monster? Layla holds up her big bag of gold. How much gold do you have? 169. I know, but you should keep that. I mean, I, I don't. To be honest, it's it's not like a necessary thing. It's just something I want to do soon so that I can learn these new spells. But maybe if I can't find any work, I will borrow that from okay, you. Because I don't really do anything with it. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Layla. You're welcome. So you guys going to, going to slip? <laughs> what a good, yeah. what did we call it? Debrief? That was a debrief. great debrief. Debrief. Great debrief. <laughs> debrief. Okay, you guys uh, go to sleep. Lilla. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my pencil. <laughs> you are having a pretty good sleep, and you start to dream of a tunnel. A tunnel with cracks of magma in it. Dark, dark stone with these little cracks that are glowing from a heat within it. And you are moving through the tunnel because you can feel that what you're looking for and what you're, you need is at the end of this tunnel. You can feel it, and you can feel how far you've come to find it. And it's getting closer and closer, and as you move through the tunnel, you get more and more excited, and you can feel your breath getting more and more labored as you start to run down, and the heat is growing blistering, and you can feel it. You can feel the heat on your face. You're starting to sweat, but you can feel that energy. That thing that you are looking for is just around the corner. You round a corner, it's just around this corner. You are running as fast as you can and you are growing so excited and you can feel a pulse of energy in you. Something further down this hall, your prize is calling and you can feel the these beats these eight consecutive beats in your chest, and then a pause, and then eight consecutive beats. And you round the corner and you see it in front of you, not guarded. Whoever put it here was foolish, didn't think that it would ever be found, but you found it. And you can see it sitting on its plinth, an eight-sided box made of this dark, dark, petrified wood. It's almost in the back of your head. You hear your own voice. This is a different box. It's still eight-sided. It's got the exact same designs on it as you start to approach it, but there's slight differences. Like the wood it was made with is slightly different. And the stain on the design is slightly different. All the designs are the same. It's the same symbols as the box that you've seen, but something is different. Like someone else made this one. And you reach out and your excitement builds in your chest and you grab it and you wake up standing in your room, holding the box in your hand. And you kind of look at it and it starts to Oof. Oh my god. Eight times it pulses in your hand and stops. And you can't stop looking at it. And then you blink and you're not there anymore. You're standing on the slope of what appears to be an active volcano. And all around you is a village burning. Burning to the ground. But it's not from the volcano. This fire is blue and green and orange. Nothing like the magma that would have lit it on fire. And you can see people with dark brown skin and orange markings all across their skin being put to the sword and being massacred. And you see three female figures stride out of the village. You see individuals in dark violet robes, their hoods up. And on the hood, 
an eyeball looking up where the eyelashes are reaching hands. As you watch them approach, you realize you don't have form. You're just there, you're, you're just watching almost, you're just spectating. It's not like that earlier vision of you in the hall, like you, you are just watching. You can kind of almost move to get a better view of things. And you can see these three female figures walk forward, the dark figures in the dark violet robes bring forward a figure, a, a man of dark brown skin and markings on his, on his flesh that kind of glow faintly. Black hair that's kind of been pulled into a, a bushy bun, a thick beard. You see these dark, these figures in the dark purple robes shove this man to his knees in front of these three female figures. You recognize one from a vision you've had, elven, pale, with dark hair that stretches down past her shoulders. And you see two other women, both of them human, one of them kind of dark brown skin, dark, dark hair that's um, shorn quite short to make a, like a curly like pixie cut. And the other human, also female, kind of pale skin, blonde hair, scarred face, and these piercing green eyes. They're all looking down at this figure as, they, as he falls to his knees, and the elven woman steps forward. He can show us where it is. Yes. Yes, madam. She kind of, she kind of drops and looks the man in, in his eyes. My name is Farrell. Can you take me where I need to go? And the man looks at her. The two behind her flanking her grin as it's very evident in the man's face that he knows exactly where they want to go. And he kind of squares his chest, sets his jaw, shakes his head. She stands up. Bring them out then. The nearest house, three figures are let out, all of them with bags over their heads. Two of them look adult. One of them looks like a little girl, the form of a little girl. Brown skin, but there's bags over their heads. She looks at the man, kind of gestures. Your family? She raises up a hand and casts a firebolt through one of the heads of the one of the adult figures. And the adult slumps to the ground. The man clenches his teeth and shudders. And you hear him like almost bite his tongue to keep from screaming out loud. She kind of looks deeper. You see the other two, stoic as this happens. She walks over and just grabs the head of the second adult figure. And you see this like acid almost pour from her hand. And the uh, second adult figure slumps down to the ground. And the man barely manages to contain himself. She walks to the final little figure, drops down. Your daughter? And he looks at her with just seething hatred. She reaches up a hand, and you see the hand start to glow with this, like, eldritch energy. And the man, stop! Don't. I'll take you where you need to go. Just don't hurt her. There's just a moment of silence. You see Farrell kind of straighten up, grin. Lead the way then. Bring the girl. Fades away. You come back to your senses laying on the ground, the box in your hands. It's like when you hear it, it's really yeah. easy to mimic, but when you don't have it right in front of you, it's kind of hard. It's so stupid, but so funny. Oh, I almost fell. Okay. Did you get all that? No. Oh, we're recording currently. <laughs> Excellent. Dope. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. 
Hey guys, I'm Michelle, and I play Thora, the heir Genasi barbarian. I'm Allie, I play Winnie, your favorite gnome wizard. <laughs> I'm Caitlin, I play Dr. Doxy, Dragonborn. And I'm Max, the dungeon master. <laughs> he plays everyone else. <laughs> and thanks for listening to episode 27 of Adventures in Questing. Um, oh, yeah, so here's up. Here's what's up, guys. We have, here's up. Um, so if you want to see all that good, good behind-the-scenes content, I'm talking videos, I'm talking pictures, I'm talking art. We got all of our social medias, social meets. The meets. We're on Twitter at ADVinQuesting, which is my personal favorite um, social media platform. And then we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures in Questing. If you'd like to follow us there, we love hearing from you guys. So please engage with us. We just, we just, we love the shit out of it, you guys. So do it. We'll see you there. Talk about the Patreon. Hey, we're motherfucking on Patreon. Uh, so, you know, if you if you like the show, we would love for your support. Um, you can just, you know, chuck in a buck and, and help us chuck out. And, uh, chuck buck. And, <laughs> and uh, if you can, obviously, we, we love any support we can get, but any money can help us get, you know, better audio equipment. We can just put it towards all different kinds of stuff, but mainly audio equipment. Uh, we Oh, yeah, we need to give a shout out. We've got a new patron at the $5 level. Yeah. Whoa! Okay, I'm going to totally butcher this. Moo Cat Hero. Mew Cat Hero. Mew. Probably one of those two. We thank hope you, so. Thank you so much. Uh, get at me on Twitter if I mispronounced your name. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Please yell. Please yell at me on Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, swing by Patreon and uh, chuck in a buck. Chuck in a buck. And thanks again for listening to... Adventures in Questing. If you like the show, tell a friend or a dog or a penguin. Uh, we would the more than. <laughs> we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Love you so much. Love you. Holy fuck. That is a sandwich. Oh, that you were For those of you listening, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. just got a sandwich. Like we're not going to order anymore. <laughs> a sandwich um, and just appear at the library. It's so strange. She... That's a sandwich. Um...